16 past 6, it's the morning flavor on Metro. Welcome to our Thursday vibe. It's the 4th of February 2021. It is Sawiri and Doja Cat. Nice hot tune there. We'll get into the headlines and sports shortly. We've also got traffic coming up as well. But there's so much else happening. And uh, what's been news is uh, that our traditional healers have been granted priority in the first batch of vaccines by Dr. Zuelim Kize, our health minister. So what's been happening uh, with our healers throughout this pandemic? And, um, you know, what sort of challenges have they been dealing with um, throughout this time? They also consult patients or clients, however you want to refer to it. And there are some really sort of, you know, clear realities here that they've had to deal with as well. Joining us on the line is the president of the SADC Traditional Health Practitioners Association, Professor Mbaimbai Shati. Professor, good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning to your listeners. Thank you for having me on your show. Well, it's good news, I think, that, um, you know, healers have also been included in this list. There's absolutely no question about, you know, the the challenges and the dangers um, it, th- that, that come when you're dealing with people and on a regular basis, whether it's clients, patients, etc., I mean, can we talk about the the realities um, that healers have been faced with during this pandemic? I mean, what sort of challenges have you been dealing with? Thank you so much. You know, as traditional practitioners, as you know that the constitution or maybe even the the, the, the other regulators, they say that we as traditional practitioners, we are faced with a lot of challenges. About 80 or 85 percent of uh, People in South Africa, they visit traditional practitioners in a different way, in a different problem, etc., etc. Now, the challenges that we are facing since COVID-19 is just that a um, lot of our members, uh, they did not have a full information. A lot of our members passed on because of this pandemic. And uh, we have been raising this voice since when the pandemic started to say to the government and Department of Health, please don't leave us behind because we can help, we can assist. Um, what I was meaning about that, how do we assist? We assist in terms of mm. uh, taking the message down there and, and at the ground level, wherever our people are there. You remember uh, our treasure practitioners, our elder people, some of them, um, mm. that they need to keep, be carefully told what is the situation, what is the pandemic, how they're supposed to look after themselves. So unfortunately, that thing did not happen. That's why now when the vaccine issue started to come and then I raised the voice, the association said, no, 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 we must ask the government and the minister why they're not saying anything about us, traditional practitioners. They talk about nurses and doctors, which is a good thing, but the constitution says we are equal to them. So why, when is the time to benefit? We, we as traditional practitioners, we are not benefiting. Why so, we, we suffer the, the same uh, uh, consequences that the nurses and doctors are suffering from the hospital? Well, we don't have hospital when people can see that every day we see a lot of clients. But the uh, people, mm-hmm. traditional practitioners in the um, multi-marketers, you can see how full it does multi-market. It means people are searching for, for alternative way using traditional medicine. I have to ask there, Professor, is there any sense here of, you know, the frequency or, you know, the number of patients that have come to healers um, in search of remedies for COVID? In other words, you know, what sort of feedback are you getting from your members around how many people are actually coming saying, I've got COVID, please help me? 
So many, so many. But you know our people in our culture, some of them they don't even mention that they went through tests. They will come and tell you, uh, even if they have a knowledge that they did test, they tested positive. When they go to a traditional practitioner, some of them they will say, yes, I do have a COVID. Some of them they will say, no, no, I'm just having a chest pain or uh, this coughing, non-stop coughing or vomiting <laughs> or fever, etc. Um, so that's the problem that we're facing. And the, the traditional Practitioners, they are not equipped with a, with a protective uh, clothing or maybe with a testing uh, material. But you know, we have went to and try to educate them. When you see people with this symptom, don't take it for granted to say, "No, this person is just having a flu." We are living sure. in a very difficult time now. So, a traditional practitioner must be well pro- protected. And when a person visits a traditional practitioner, you must look to that client, that person, that this person he came here because he or is having headache, but you must also consider the issue of, of COVID. Therefore, you need to make sure that when you mix your herbs, when you mix your, whenever you're going to sure. give your client, you must as well put something that is going to assist you to boost the immune of the client. All right, Professor, we're going to leave it there for now. We're out of time, but goodness me, what a fascinating discussion uh, just there. Um, that is Professor Mbambai Klati, President of the SADC, Traditional Health Practitioners Association. What are your thoughts on that one? You can tweet us.